home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Keep show here on WEEI. Hopefully you're having a nice Friday night, getting ready for the Patriots regular season finale on Sunday, which could very certainly be Bill Belichick's final game as head coach of the Patriots, which would be crazy. I just, there's no way around it. It's going to be uh, pretty wild. I think Monday's show is going to be an interesting one. We'll for sure know where, where they're picking in the draft, which is another big storyline throughout this season and next season. But also, uh, what's going on with Bill Belichick? Uh, wh- what is going to happen with the Bill Robert Kraft meeting? Uh, plus, it's known as Black Friday, or I'm sorry, Black Monday in the NFL. So there'll be a host of other coaches, whether Bill's name is on that list or not. There'll be a, a list of other coaches too, who are all looking for new uh, jobs. And there's going to be a whole bunch of teams that are going to be, you know, vacant head coaching positions, interviewing guys, and all that kind of thing. We'll get to our weekend review here in a moment, but let's grab a phone call at 617-779-7937. Bill is in Framingham. What's up, Bill? Hey, I just want to comment on the pizza guy that called that said he thinks the younger people want um, Belichick to be fired and the older ones want him to stay. Well, I'm 67. I go back to <laughs> Cleveland and Mike Tolliver and Jim Nance days, and I want this guy gone so fast, right. I think he's the most overrated coach ever. And oh. and the defensive genius label to me makes me cringe every time I hear that. There's so many examples of how he's blown games because of his def- defensive schemes or whatever. It makes me sick. I can't wait for him to go. Oh. And one of the big things is right. in the Super Bowl, he had the five foot nine Ellis Hobbs guarding the six foot five Plaxico Burris one on one out work. there on the left. Yeah, didn't work at all. It was embarrassing. Another one was when um, they played the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs, and the great defensive genius who just played that team twice had the worst defensive performance in the history of the National Football League. Nine possessions. Nine touchdowns. And let's not forget Ellis Hall. Um, right, I remember Malcolm yep. Butler. Oh, of course. Malcolm Butler yep, yep. not playing in the Super Bowl when the when the backup quarterback marched the team up and down the field for touchdowns all game long. I can't wait for this guy to go, this egotistical nutbag who treated the greatest player in the history of a game like a chump, like a chump. And I'm – I'm just telling you, goodbye, Bill. Don't come back. I'll, I could care less about you. Let's get new blood in here. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. That, what have you that's done? A, that's what you do. You get in here, you get a, a good hard take like that. That's good stuff. Like the great Lenny Clark who said on this very program, what have you done for me yesterday? <laughs> that's right. I, can't, I cannot agree with that. That's certainly one end of the spectrum. That is one end. He is, he is passionate about that. That's what we want. We want passionate callers. Uh, people cannot agree on anything. And so even our guy, Jim, Jim and Milford, still the best uh, caller that we have, best listener sure. that we have. Uh, he he was, I guess, apparently off about the 
age range of who wants to keep Bill and who wants to get rid of Bill because as soon as he said that, we got a bunch of people on Twitter and on the text line that was like, I'm 57, I'm 59, I'm 55, whatever, and I want Bill to go. And then uh, that last caller for sure wanted Bill to go, and he had a bunch of reasons and a bunch of things that he couldn't uh, couldn't stand about him. See, I kind of find myself in um, – I'm in the group that wants Bill to be gone, but where I don't – join a lot of those people is the you know what he was never good yeah you still I'm say not he's that. the greatest coach yes he's the greatest coach of all time you know there's a lot of guys who were the greatest at something that they did but you don't want them to do it forever like let's bring uh let's bring tom brady and gronk back right now and see how they do although they'd probably still be pretty good wouldn't they maybe that's not the best example uh you can join the show and you can have your uh, full defense of bill belichick staying or going we've heard a lot of it this week and I think you're running out of time to do it because Monday night is going to be a completely different show. It's my guess. That's my hunch. Uh, but you can call us, like I said, 617-779-7937. If you miss any of the show, you can check out the Rich Keefe Show podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcast. But let's get to uh, our weekend review right now on the Rich Keefe Show. It's certainly been a week. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Here's some of the best. She squashed her letterbox before lying. Dirty. Hey, how dare you? We can't say that. You squashed her letterbox. And worst moments. Your former host is Big Mush. It's the Rich Keefe Show's Week in Review. All right. Fridays, we like to try to give you a week in review. This one, we got a, a few callers that uh, had some things to get off their chest. Let's just start with Louie, the great Louie. And uh, Stiz had to cut this down. This is already going to be a very lengthy. This is, <laughs> this is a longer cut that we normally would play during the week in review. And I think it's about half of what really literally happened. half he had a lot to say and i'll tell you what he was pretty good i might not have agreed with him but the you guy let him cook though you let him i cook. let him cook i think yeah, that, i think i should have i think it was the right call and so here was uh for here was louis uh it looks like stiz might have somebody that agrees with them let's go to uh louis in arlington louis. what do you got louis i keep bill belichick gm and coach give him another chance he brought six super bowls it wasn't all brady Look at the defense he had. Look at the offense. He turned around a lot of players. He has. He's a psychologist. He has his mind. When Brady left, I know he he drafted. He uh, selected Cam Newton. That was a bad choice. What about Mac Jones? That was the only bad choice. No, no, no. That's not a bad choice. Defense wins championships. Not anymore. Prove, prove to me that offense wins. Prove to me. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. No, packed him home. He had a defense. He had a defense. What? No, his defense is actually good <laughs> this year. Yeah, they're not good because the offense is. Yeah. Before Brady left, Brady had a defense. What did the I defense mean... do to that? Pack him home's offense. <laughs> so let me just jump in here real quick. This is, this is me live again. Uh, first of all, I love everything about it. I love, I love the way the guy sounds. He's very passionate about it. He is a bit out of breath. I don't know what. Yeah, is he running from the police? What is going on? <laughs> I don't know. If running to make it to the packy before it closes? Maybe he ran upstairs to make the call for some reason. Yeah, yeah, better, yeah, reception got, got the the la- yeah, better reception in the Yeah, better reception. Or maybe he's just so pissed that me and Hart were saying we got to move on from Bill that he's like, I got to call and defend this guy. Yeah, he didn't think you guys knew what you were so talking about. He's batting about. things down. He's like, oh, I'm out of home. No, defense. He's big on defense. You're going to notice that. That's sort of a, <laughs> yeah. that's sort of a yeah. theme 
throughout this. He's a big defense guy, but here's more of Louie. <laughs> Take a breath for yeah. a second, Louie. Right, you get right, worked Louis. up here. Right. Okay. Uh, defense wins championships. He's false. He's a, good G- he's a great GM. He's not. Whoa, whoa, he's not. Louie, what have you been drinking tonight? Louie. What? He's going to San Diego, okay? Louie, no, you like those? Okay. Look at the last five. You say he's not a good GM. Louis. What, what, what team's going to take him as a GM and coach? Well, any team that you're he's not a good GM. <laughs> hiring, you take him. You said he's a great GM. Well, no no one's going to hire him if he's not a good GM. Wait, do you think what he's a good GM? What is happening, Louis? Did you just change stance on us? You think he's such a good GM. What GM moves over the last five years have you really liked? Barmore. That's a great answer. Good answer, dude. Injuries, Nailed it, Louie. Injuries Louis. happened. Right, let me ask injuries you that happened to the Patriots that was bad luck. What did you think of Mike Kosicki? What did you think of Jonathan Judon signing? What did you think of? Parcells to Carroll. You're going to go to Belichick to who? Mayo. You're Jim Harbaugh. You're going to go to Belichick to who? Mayo. Mayo? No. He's a, no, not Mayo. Why not? not? Defense wins championships. Yeah. Louie, what about Juju Smith-Schuster no, over Jacoby Myers? What do you think of that? Keep uh, see Belichick. Louie, would you? Louie, you know. Louie, let me ask you something. Excuse me. Whoa, think, whoa, whoa, whoa. He did not. Listen, Belichick listen. didn't play. He was a walk-on long snapper at Rutgers because his dad didn't New England football. play. I don't care about West Coast football. New England football. That so let me jump back in again. So uh, the, now it goes from defense with championships to this New England football thing, and nobody else plays football the way New England plays football? Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, he was he was all over the map. Yeah. <laughs> he had a few things going on. Yeah, here, back to back to Louis. What matters? Wait, what? Football. West Coast Lines, teams don't count? Arms and everything. Use the clock and everything. You just said the 49ers were good, and now you eliminated them from the conversation. No, I didn't. <laughs> Might be time to let Louie go. <laughs> All right, we had a great run. You can call anytime, Louie. Appreciate that. Louie is... You guys can have awesome. people like Tom Curran on your side. <laughs> I have Louie from Arlington, okay? So we'll see come Monday... Who's God. taking victory laps? He wakes up in the middle of the night. He's like, defense wins championships. Defense wins championships. Ronnie Lott. Defense. <laughs> Ronnie Lott. You guys remember Ronnie Lott? Incredible. No, it was it was incredible. You could probably you could listen to the whole thing on the uh, the Odyssey app. You can go to the Rich Keefe Show uh, podcast. Subscribe there. You get every hour uh, uploaded right to your uh, your phone or whatever. It's uh, you're gonna miss stuff like that if you don't. And didn't Jim and Milford or another caller just say that we get all the smart callers at night? Yes. There you go. He's not Proof wrong. Is in the pudding. He's not wrong. Also, you you notice there at the end there was sort of the an uh, alluded to a bet or what sides we were choosing. So Hart and I both think Belichick is gone. Stiz thinks he is staying, and Hart and Stiz are uh, putting their money where their mouth is. Yeah, it is. the entirety of my professional career, Bill Belichick's been the coach. Right. The one. Co- think about all the different Red Sox managers, Celtics coaches, Bruins coaches. It's amazing. And it's just Bill Belichick on the other side, and it's coming to an end. Oh, man, good thing he's not going anywhere. <laughs> want to bet? Hey, you want to bet? I'll put, to, I'll put, let's put a double saw buck on it. 20 bucks. You and me. You got 20, it. Right. Okay? 20 okay. bucks. Listeners, 20 bucks. you heard that. Witness? I bet that he's gone. Do I got a percentage? Yep. Is the witness? I bet that Get he's gone. Here, you Stiz bets that he's back. Okay. 20 bucks. I'm in. It's official. It's official. How about we put that Pay towards up a pizza on Tuesday? Party. How about this guy's always trying to score pizza <laughs> every day? How about a pizza? Plus, in this day and age, pizza. So that's only going to buy us like a half, half a pizza. A pizza. <laughs> All right, we're gonna, we're going to try to win some other bets with the bet du jour coming up next. How about that? Just that one day later, we in fact did have a pizza party. Ask, so I'm already the winner here. Asking you shall receive, and I here it is right here, yeah. Rich. So you see it. Here is my that. crisp twenty dollar bill. You're ready to go. I'm ready. So Hart Come will. Take it, Andy. Uh, so Tuesday, I believe Hart will be back, and he can bring twenty dollars as well. Or maybe he won't have to, because by the time Tuesday rolls around, I think we'll definitely have the answer. 
Uh, let's see. What else do we have? We had, uh, oh, this <laughs> caller uh, does not want Gerard Mayo. Like, Gerard Mayo could soon become one of the most talked about figures in Boston sports. But right now, he's a little bit on the back burner because it's about what is Kraft and Belichick going to do? How is that decision going to go down? But uh, we had a caller, Joe, who was not excited if it is Gerard Mayo. All right, let's go to Joe in the car. He's up next. What's going on, Joe? Gentlemen, you guys got the best show in town Thank right you, Joe. now. Thank you. Appreciate that, Joe. I'm just gonna say, huh? Listen, guys, I don't want Mayo, all right? And I'm going to tell you why. What happened to these guys that follow Belichick, the Carnells, Patricia, Judge, O'Brien, White? They all blow. Right. They all suck. That's right. They, can't, they, cannot, they cannot coach. Mayo cannot coach this team. We need a whole new set of faces in this team. We got a clean house. I like the guy, Miller. I do like him, but I don't think he's ready to be a head coach. We need all new people. Clean house. That's all I was going to say. I don't want Miller. I don't want ketchup. I don't want mustard on my bread. I don't want mayo. That's all I got. All right, Joe. Very good. Very good. Hold the mayo, I guess. Could be Hold the, the uh, mayo. That could be the, the slogan <laughs> for the offseason. You don't have to tell me in Italy. They call it Ioli. I'm not, I mean, I'm with Relish. Joe. I mean, our, our would you rather question was just uh, Belichick or mayo, but if the third option was neither, that's where I, that's where I would fall into. Yeah, so again, let the uh, the debate roll on. You have people that do or do not want Belichick, people who do or do not want Gerard Mayo. Uh, we had texters earlier asking about Jim Harbaugh. Feels like Jim Harbaugh is going to be leaving Michigan before the heat gets too uh, too hot. Maybe he wins the national title and then goes back to the NFL for the uh, second time. I mean, it, I wouldn't hurt to give him an interview. I was originally kind of a no. I wanted more of a younger offensive coordinator type to, to mold the quarterback. But if you want to get pretty good pretty quick, Harbaugh might not be that bad of a, of a guy. But I just don't think he's going to be here very long. So it's sort of one of those things like, what what are you looking for? And like, what is Robert Kraft looking for? in the next head coach. All right, we'll get back to your phone calls, and uh, we also have Grab Bag coming up, but you can join us, 617-779-7937. It's the Rich Keefe Show here on WEEI, but right now here is Stiz with What's Trending. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Patriots had what could be their last practice under Bill Belichick this afternoon as they continue to get ready for their last game of this lackluster season against the New York Jets. Kickoff from Gillette Stadium Sunday at 1 p.m. Patriots have ruled out two players for Sunday's game. Those players are Trent Brown, who has an illness, and Hunter Henry, who is out with a knee injury. Twelve other players also questionable. One of those players, Matthew Slater, who could be playing his last game in the NFL. Some other players questionable, Christian Barmore, Devontae Parker, Jabril Peppers, and Jalen Mills, among others. Some reports have claimed Robert Kraft could be meeting with Bill Belichick as early as Monday morning. However, other reports have pushed back on that idea. The Boston Herald's Patriot reporter Andrew Callahan was on with Jones and Mego earlier today. Here's what he had to say on the matter. I, I wish I knew. I mean, we would have put that in the story. It would have had a different title and a lead. Like, here's the thing. I, w- I would put it in my personal opinion and, and guess. This is Andrew Callahan guessing, though, reporting behind this is, is less than 50. Like, I think it's more likely than not that Bill Belichick is gone after the season. Mutual parting of the ways. So you're saying there's a chance 
Bruins had their four-game win streak snap last night by the Penguins, beating the Bruins 6-5 at the Garden. Sidney Crosby scored on the power play to snap a third-period tie. And then he added two assists, which led Pittsburgh to victory. Celtics, they're home tonight, hosting the Utah Jazz. They tipped off about an hour ago from Causeway Street. Right now, at halftime, your Celtics up an impressive 31 points, 71 to 40 over the Jazz. Al Horford is out tonight. Uh, Celtics perfect 16-0 record at home. They also haven't lost back-to-back games since the beginning of November. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keith Show, including Grab Bag, coming up. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say W-E-E-I is a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keith Show on W-E-E-I. Back here on the Rich Keith Show, W-E-E-I. We could be just a couple of days away from Bill Belichick's final game with the New England Patriots, taking all the Jets. All that's on the line is, uh, well, I say all that's on the line. The, the draft pick thing is really important to me. I know some are like, oh, you get a good player anywhere. It's like, yeah, but the higher you pick, the better the better you are. And every year you see in the draft when a team picks, let's say, fifth, and they move up two spots, and what it costs them to move up just two spots. So if the Patriots win on Sunday, and depending on what else happens – and they pick fifth, and they really, really, really want Drake May, or they really, really want Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels or whatever, they would have enough to move up there, right? Like Because that team would only drop down to fifth, but you'd have to trade next year's one, like another one, like a two, three. Like you got to trade a ton. So you just lose on Sunday. You're guaranteed a top three pick, depending on what happens in like one other game because of the strength of the schedule. You could pick two. And then you're, you're in a pretty good spot. For the next guy, at least I assume, to be in charge of taking over the Patriots draft. You can join us here at 617-779-7937. Let's go to Lisa in the car. She joins us next. What's going on, Lisa? Hey, Rich. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, hang it in there. Get a little frustrated listening to these callers and Uh everybody wanting to throw Belichick under the bus. Um, I'm a 28-year season ticket holder, and I'm very torn. Um, I I want... this team to be offense driven and it hasn't been for a long time uh but i also don't want to let the greatest coach in nfl history go but i think what people are missing here is that the real problem isn't belichick and the players he's picking for offense it's the budget he's been given by bob Kraft. and during the 20 years that brady was here belichick got by with second-rate offensive players. I mean, there were exceptions, Welker, Edelman, Randy Moss, but for the most part, you've always had second-tier wide receivers to go on offense, second-tier running backs, and so Kraft loved it. Yeah, but Lisa, what do you... money in the pocket and win. But what do you make of Bill Belichick picking Juju Smith-Schuster, for example, over Jacoby Myers for essentially the same Uh, price? Okay, no, I lost my mind over that, yeah. okay? Jacoby yeah. Myers, I was so upset when he was gone. So I'm not saying he's perfect, and I, I don't necessarily like the talent he picks on offense. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely don't. And and so you're right. That That is the anomaly, meaning you can't compare that. That was a bad move, no question. I would like somebody else picking the players, but I would like him to stay as coach 
but I'd also like Kraft to open up the purse strings and pay for first-rate talent. So, and, I, and thanks for the phone call and the perspective on that, Lisa. I think that Bill has liked doing it this way. I don't think it is as much Kraft. I know when we talk to Hart, Hart doesn't think that Kraft has told him like not to spend. And when the next person comes in, maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see firsthand that they're still doing really low-budget things. Because I feel like when they have opened it up, they did. They paid Nelson Aguilar a decent amount of money. And they chose to pay him that and then let him go. And then they brought in Devontae Parker. And then they gave Devontae Parker an extension. They gave Jonu Smith a ton of money. They brought in Mike Gesicki and paid him decent money. And then you also get into the draft where they misidentify players, where if you are really worried about not paying them, which, again, I'm not sure if that's confirmed or not, if you hit on the Nikhil Harry draft and you took, you know, A.J. Brown or D.K. Metcalf or Terry McLaurin or Debo Samuel, then you still don't have to pay those. You don't have to make a decision for four years. And Tom Brady could have been paired up with Debo Samuel for a year, and maybe maybe things are different that way. So I think he's been bad at free agents. He's been bad uh, at trades. He traded a second-round pick for Mohamed Sanu. Good Lord. Remember that one? So I don't think he can identify receivers. Like That's been a major problem. The ones that you mentioned were all the way back in 07 with uh, Welker and Moss. We're, we're, and they got them on good deals. But those were two guys that he identified. But that's going on, what, 17 years ago or whatever? Uh, let's go to Dan and Agawam. What's going on, Dan? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, not much. What, all right. So what other – let me ask you this. What other options could we possibly have for a coach? I mean, we, we're right, going to just throw the best coach to ever – we're going to throw the best coach to ever live just just gone. Is he still like, the best Is he still the best get? coach? All right. Get? Okay, you could get Jim Harbaugh. You could get Ben Johnson. You could get Shane Waldron. You could just promote no, 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 Gerard I, Mayo. No, no, I, and I, no, no, I, and, I, and I get it. Just don't, don't hang up. You, you're right. Harbaugh's not going to come here. There's no way. Like you said earlier, he's too old. I don't think he's – you know what I mean? The team needs way more than just a couple years of rebuilding. But Ben Johnson, I do like, yeah. But in reality, like – and Gerard, Gerard Mayo is not really going to be a good – like, you know, he's another disciple of Belichick. Like, he, anybody who, you know, with Belichick treated never did good. So, no, like, I don't want him. I don't, reality, I don't want him. I'm just saying there's plenty of candidates. You can find the next guy. I think just because Belichick yeah. was the best coach of all time doesn't mean he is forever and he should never – he should have the job for life. I don't think it should work that way. I agree with you, but but why not why not just give him maybe one more year to go after you know to to see what he does see what he does I mean me personally it's sad I don't think he's going to end up drafting a quarterback I could see him getting somebody in free agency and def I could see them drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. for sure Well I like Marvin Harrison Jr. but they got to get a quarterback at some point their first or second pick needs to be a quarterback and if they trade back into the first round I'd be happy with that too but. I mean, you kind of, the color kind of like leaned back into it. It's like, oh, yeah, like a Ben Johnson or an offensive guy. Like, yeah, that's what they need. That's definitely what they need. And I don't think Bill's going to sign up for him staying and some other uh, GM coming in. I don't think he's going to sign up for him staying. And, you know, he has zero control over the offense. And it's going to be a new coordinator and all of his people. He's not going to do that. He wouldn't even let Bill O'Brien pick his coaches. So, yeah, I, I think this was the year that was the let's see. Like to the college, like, ah, let's see about next year. No, 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 that was this year. We were saying that last year. The Matt Patri- hiring Matt Patricia and Joe Judge to run the offense with a second year quarterback and saying, ah, coach is a coach, that was like a fireable offense. But because Bill has the greatest resume of all time, you're not going to fire him after that year. But let's see what happens. Let's see what happens this next year. And then it's worse. 
It's worse. Yeah, I think I think the the writing is on the wall there. Uh, Kevin's in Taunton. What's going on, Kevin? Hey, how you doing? Can we please stop about Belichick? Because like the common denominator is the quarterback. Mac Jones was awful, so Belichick could not do much with him. Like, do you want to see Belichick coaching on another sideline? I mean, I mean, are you guys yeah, at this, crazy at this point? Yeah. He's so he's going to have to take. So, so do you think Bill Belichick is going to be able to take the next young quarterback and develop that guy? Yeah. If he listens and he he oh. takes the information like Brady did, of course. All right. So yeah, he picked Mac Jones. He also stuck with Mac Jones for like eleven weeks this year. So, however you want to slice it, Bill deserves some blame for Mac Jones. He had to. He had to stick with him because Kraft drafted him. So he had to. He, he was making a statement like, "Hey, this guy is horrible." Well, how come I he mean, was? How like, come he was somewhat decent his first year? Then he wasn't decent, though. You, you he didn't look great. The team I mean, was he, ten he and seven, the and they went to the playoffs. Ten and seven, but he, he didn't. He wasn't great. He was thrown off his back foot. He wasn't good. He was not good. You were saying that after his rookie year where he threw 22 touchdowns? You were like, oh, he sucks? Yeah, I, I okay. could see well, you that. Well, you were on it. Have- you were on it. But, Kevin, my he point didn't. is, so you're one of these people, and that's fine, that Bill should have the job for life, and it's not his fault. And, it's like, he picked Cam Newton. Cam Newton sucked. He picked Mac Jones, and he stuck with Mac Jones, and he sucked. So somehow, some way, he's going to pick the next guy. Nine Super Bowls. I mean, yes, he should. I mean, he's the Nine man. Nine Super Bowls, like, great. He, so that's in the past. So you're going to base everything off just the past. You're not even looking at this year. You're not looking at last year. I mean, look at with Zappy. We're winning games, right? Not really. There's like, not, like, not really. So you want Zappy to be in there? Zappy stinks, too. Zappy's better than Mac, but like that at this point, Mac's been just, just obliterated. I mean, Zappy's, what, two and three as a starter? So that's not going to get you in the playoffs. That's not a whole lot better. Let's go to Jim in the car. He joins us next. What's going on, Jim? Hey, good evening, uh, Keith. How you doing, man? Oh, good. How are you? Good. Thanks for putting me on after that brontosaurus. That's, tough, uh, yeah, uh, listen, tough, tough act, act to follow. To follow. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, this, I, this isn't what I want to talk about, but just real quick. I, I've never seen an organization since, like, Polaroid in the 1990s that needed a new set of eyes, outside eyes. I, I, the New England Patriots. The Patriots need someone that's, that doesn't even know where Foxborough is on a map. Mm-hmm. All right? I don't want anyone from the Parcells tree. I don't want any new eyes for personnel. The, the game, I, I hate the phrase, the game has passed him by, but his approach to player, uh, to team, to building a team is antiquated. It's antiquated. You can go to the bargain basement you know, uh, store and, and get a 50, 50 guys on a 53-man roster that are C and B players. If you have a guy like Brady, right. it's our to cover it. But they don't have that anymore, okay? So, and it's been that way for a really long time. So new eyes are desperately required at the top. They need a new vision. But the reason I called is because something that uh, has been surfaced a, a bunch of times about Jim Harbaugh, which I'd like to talk about a little bit. He He is my... He's my number one. I, I think Harbaugh would be great. You know, he, he was an NFL quarterback. Uh, he was gritty. He was heady. He was tough. Uh, he's a proven NFL coach. Uh, he's, he's a turnaround guy in college, which I like. He took a program that was fledgling and turned it around. And, but the narrative I keep hearing about Harbaugh, Rich, 
that I don't like is that, like, well, he tends to come and he tends to burn out. He tends to come, he comes for a few years, and he burns out. Could it be that he just hasn't been in the right situation? Let's look at Bill Belichick as an example. How long was Bill Belichick with the Giants as a defensive coordinator, from 87 to 92? That's five years. How long was he with the Browns, from 93 to 95? That's two years. How long was he with the Jets? 40 seconds? 45 seconds, 50 seconds. Yeah, but he wasn't he 60 at the, the right time. Spot. Harbaugh's 60 right now, and he was like, you were talking about all his assistant jobs with the exception of the Browns. He was the head coach at Stanford, then left. Then he was the head coach and went to a Super Bowl with the Niners, but was only there for four years. And then he's been at Michigan longer than both of those places, but, you know, the cheating scandals and everything else, he's probably going to move on. I just don't think Jim Harbaugh is going to go anywhere for a long time. Part of it is his age in, in conjunction with, you know, the history that he's had. Well, let me talk about that for a second. So, first of all, about the, about the stain on his resume. I like that. He's got something to prove. He's got something to prove. That, that, that's, to me, that's a positive in terms of hiring him because I believe in him. I believe the sport of college football it ha- has the stain on it. He's the guy like Lance Armstrong in cycling that got caught, right? And about his age, he's 60. Okay. Yeah. He's still 11 and a half years younger than Belichick. Yeah, but I'm moving way, on from Belichick, Jim. And thanks for the call. I, I want a young I want a young guy. I would give you like a guy that's in his like thirties. So that's what I'm looking for. Not the sixty year old guy. But I, I even with me saying that, I would take Harbaugh. So I'm not arguing against Harbaugh. I guess my point was I don't think he's gonna be here for a super long time. The reality is I don't know a lot of coaches probably you can't really say that about. You want to get them through that first contract, see how they do. I do think Harbaugh advantage to him over maybe a Ben Johnson or a Shane Waldron or an Eric Bienemy would be I do think Harbaugh could shock the system and change it around, and you might be not a Super Bowl contender, but you might be back in the playoffs quicker with him than with those other guys. Also, fit, like replacing Bill Belichick is going to be pretty daunting. Like We talked about replacing Tom Brady and how Cam Newton actually, I know how the season went, but just his personality, he was a great player to replace Brady. He didn't... He wasn't bad because he was worried about Brady. He just kind of was done. He wasn't. He just wasn't very good anymore. He had a few good weeks early in that season, then it came crashing down. But there was never, like, the weight of replacing Tom Brady. That didn't get to him. But replacing Bill Belichick, that's pretty – I mean, I know Belichick's going to end on a sour note here in New England. But still, as time moves on, more and more of us are just going to be like, oh, that's the, the – you replace the greatest coach of all time with this bozo? Like, that guy's in a tough spot. Harbaugh, though, has the confidence – he has the resume. He might have a national title on his, you know, he might win one on Monday and uh, jump into the league. So I would take him, but I don't think saying he's not going to be at a place very long is, is necessarily wrong. Uh, let's go to Greg in Bridgewater. He joins us next. Hey, Greg. Hey, Keith. Big fan. Thank you. Um, I think you run a great show. Thanks. Um, as far as like the Belichick thing, like I know it's been talked about. Um, as far as, like, the development of Brady, and he has, like, I think they go hand-in-hand. Brady might not have been as great as he is without Belichick. Right. And don't get me wrong, like, Belichick's done a terrible job right now. Terrible job. But Belichick developed Brady. But now, like, as people have said, you know, like, and I agree with, can he develop that next quarterback? I don't think he can yeah. because the game has changed. So it's now it's like we need a coach that can develop that next quarterback. And 
And Belichick, I think, did that for Brady. And that's what made them so great together. But I don't think it's talked about enough where, like, Belichick, I don't think, can develop that next quarterback. So that's just my take. And I'll let you go, but I appreciate you. Great show, like, and I'll hang up and, and listen. All right, very good, Greg. Thanks for the call, and I would agree with you. That's why I want the offensive guy because that's the most important thing. You got you to gotta get the most out of, you know, your Josh Allen, your Tua Tagovailoa, your Jalen Hurts, whatever. That's what you got to do. That's the way to win. I know the uh, the Niners are sort of the, the other extreme. Now, Brock Purdy's playing really, really well, but unless you want to f- somehow get a team with 10 pro bowlers, like, good luck with that. I think you got to get that – you got to get that quarterback, and you got to develop the quarterback, and you got to surround him with the right pieces. And that's one of the things we said forever. And people were making excuses for Mac Jones up until like, you just couldn't anymore. But a lot of those excuses were also genuine reasons. Like, which what quarterback, even if they had Caleb Williams right now, he's going to be running for his life with a bad offensive line. If he gets it to a receiver, they're going to immediately get tackled because they don't have any game-breaking receivers. The running backs are fine. The tight ends are, you know, Hunter Henry's average. Mike Kosicki is useless. So it's a tough spot for, for anybody to be in. And that's why it then goes to sort of like your schemes and like what your offense and what you're running. And can you make the most out of it with a better play caller and a better just overall offense? That's what they need. And I don't think you're going to get that while Bill Belichick is the head coach. And so Greg also agrees with me where, Let's not get silly and just start saying the guy was never a good coach. That's wild. Like, Tom Brady was a sixth-round pick, and Bill Belichick kept him on the roster. They kept four quarterbacks in 2000, and then in 01, he was the guy that got in there after Bledsoe, and then he stuck with him. Because it's not like Bledsoe was out for the season. Bledsoe came back, and he stuck with Brady. That was Belichick's call, obviously the right one, and Brady got better. That's the other thing that's getting rewritten, Stiz. It's like we didn't watch the games in 01 and 02. Like, that Brady showed up, and the first game that he played, he was the Hall of Fame guy. Nobody could touch him. I'm not sure about that. Someone texted in uh, a few nights ago and was saying if, um, oh, God, the guy who got hurt. Aaron Rodgers. No, 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 no. And then Brady replaced (laughs) him. Oh, Bledsoe, Bledsoe. Bledsoe, sorry. I don't know. It was on the tip of my tongue. If Bledsoe never got hurt, he never would have played Brady at all. It never would have happened. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, people now, and I don't know if this is rewriting history or not, they were saying, like, oh, well, like he moved up the depth chart from four to two going into the 01 season, and, you know, Belichick liked him, and, you know, he never really liked Bledsoe. Because that's one thing that Belichick had a history of doing before. Like, in Cleveland, he was moving quarterbacks, like like uh, tenured quarterbacks, moving those guys around. And, you know, once Brady started winning, though, you weren't going to do anything there. But then eventually he got his way 18 years, 19 years later but no i i'm ready to move on i don't think it's crazy to say that it's time for him to move on but let's just keep it you know on planet earth he was still a really really good coach because it's not like a guy who won one title with a quarterback and if you're like well if you remove that one season like what was he everybody's so quick to like well if you remove 18 seasons of belichick's career what was he i'm like (laughs) I mean, 18 freaking seasons is a lot of seasons. And some of those years, a lot of those years, they had, you know, a number one defense or a, or a top five defense or whatever else. So, I mean, Brady's not making tackles. Brady's not picking off Peyton Manning three times. That'd be Hall of Famer Ty Law who joins the Greg Hill Show once a week. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think I think he's gone. And But people are pretty, 
people are mad about it. People are passionate about it. I'm curious if that's going to carry over to Robert Kraft because Robert Kraft has a massive decision to make, and he probably hears all this, you know, from people in his life, and you know, people going back and forth, like you got to move on from Bill, or like how could you possibly let Bill go? And then he's like, he's closer than anybody to this whole situation, and he saw how it, it went with Tom Brady, and now with with Belichick. It's so different though, because like with Brady, it felt like it was going to be his last season, and it felt like it was it was um, twenty nineteen was going to be it. At least I always had that impression. As soon as we heard about the contract, it was announced that it was a multi year deal, and then that immediately came out and was like, actually, the last year is a void year, so it's not a multi year deal. And he made sure that he couldn't be franchised. I'm like, well, who on earth would do that unless they wanted to leave? And so he ended up leaving. But twenty nineteen, they make the playoffs. So going in, you're like, well, if they beat the Titans, they'll play next week, and then they'll play the week after that. Like there was, there was at least hope that it wouldn't be the last game for Brady. None Sun- of that. <laughs> Sunday, that's it. Like Sunday's <laughs> over. It. Like the that's season is over. They are going to be four and thirteen, or at best five and twelve. That's how it's going to end, and then we're going to be left kind of uh, picking up the pieces from there. So Stiz, you think he's staying? I think he's gone. But one thing I don't know is. What is even the announcement going to be? What's the rollout? I know. Yeah. What an interesting next week yep. it is going to be. Do you think for sure we get the news Monday? No, I'm not. I wouldn't bet on that, but. What about this week? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I think, I think so 100% next week, this week yes. we know. Yes, I think okay. next week we're doing the show we definitely know. I don't, think, I don't think it makes sense for anybody to drag it out. I don't think Bill would want it that way. I don't think Robert would want it that way for the Patriots themselves. Like, one of the advantages... I guess uh, of missing the playoffs is your off season starts Monday and you could start to get ready to turn things around. And especially if you're going to do massive overhauls, you don't need to drag that thing out several weeks, right? Like teams that make the playoffs, it's always like the Patriots for a hundred years in a row. They always had that thing where, Oh, they might lose a coordinator who are they going to get, but they can't really deal with that until February. Like the Patriots can start Monday. So I think, my guess is if I had to take a hunch, Monday night, our show, we will know. I don't know if every show on Monday will know. Like, I'm sure, like, uh, Greg Hill's show, 6 to 10 a.m. is not going to no, know. No, 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 no. It's certainly going to break during our show. Yeah. That's what I believe. Oh, boy. So you're going to want to tune in. get a full tanger on uh, Monday. Fitzy will be in Monday. Get his reaction as well. Hart will be in on Tuesday. Those guys will also have an interesting Six Rings postgame show tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry, Sunday. So after the game. Uh, flip over to here and listen to those guys. They might have some info as well. You never know. Some of these, there's going to be some national little nugget too in one of the pregame shows. I'm guessing on on all of this. All right, speaking of national shows, coming up at nine o'clock, Boomer Esiason's NFL show uh, continues. That'll be uh, at the stroke of nine o'clock. So we'll come back, final thoughts, pick the game, final uh, guesses for what the hell's going to happen on Sunday when we return here on the Rich Keefe Show, Weei. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash BostonWEEI. And check out WEEI on YouTube for our video-on-demand content updated daily. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEEI, on this uh, Friday night. Hopefully you're having a good one. Get some good uh, weekend plans coming. Patriots wrapping up the regular season Sunday against the Jets in what many are saying will be Bill Belichick's 
final game. I say many. It's not everybody. Stiz and many of our callers tonight think that he'll be back. Think it's crazy to suggest that he'll be gone. Uh, I think he will, in fact, be gone. But then how it all plays out, is a that is a complete mystery to me. Because it's easy to say, uh, oh, well, you know, Kraft doesn't want to fire him. They both want to save face, and they're going to do, you know, the mutual parting of ways. Mm. What? What? We don't know all the details of Bill's contract and everything else. We've never really known how much he makes. People have theorized. Theorized. What is it? What word am I looking for? Cereal. Theorized. Theorized cereal. No, oh, just. I think my brain stopped for a second. Uh, that was like twenty-five million dollars a year, maybe even more. So, what if like Bill could kind of dig in because of the contract part? I don't know if he wants to, and maybe he has another gig lined up and it won't really matter. But what if Robert Kraft's like, hey, Bill, I don't want to fire you, so what do you say we just kind of come up with like a press release that you know, we're parting ways and we're going to do what's in the best interest of uh, the team and yourself, and we're just going to kind of move on and we'll, we'll highlight all the achievements and the accolades. And he's like, all right, as long as you give me the $25 million. And Kraft's like, well, I don't really want to give you the whole $25 million. Like maybe, maybe we kind of work on something. He's like, well, you owe me the $25 million, so you need to give me the $25 million. Or you have to fire me. Like, I don't know how Bill's going to play it. Like, we've seen Bill be very uh, prickly in the media sometimes. But I don't know all his interactions and, like, the one-on-one in, the in like, the business side of the game. And, like, when he talks to Robert or when he talks to, like, other agents and other coaches and stuff. I don't know how that's how that's going to go. Well, is it Bill, like, negotiating this stuff? Or is, does he have, like, an agent that does this type of... So, Bill does have uh, an agent. But... This meeting is going to be between those two, but I would think even without the agent getting involved, like he is entitled to every penny. Oh, absolutely. But if Robert, so, so Robert might just have to be like, all right, going in knowing that that's going to be the case. How can we at least do this so the headline isn't Robert Kraft fires Bill yeah. Belichick? You know, the other thing to me, like I was thinking about for as big as a decision this is, mm-hmm. it kind of doesn't make sense to me that it's not already made. Yeah, or that they haven't even talked yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, like that, I don't know. Yeah, that's why I, the decision probably has to be made. It's just, it just hasn't been made public. And, you know, you're not going to fire him without talking to him or, again, quote-unquote mutually part ways. But We're going to see how Monday goes. We're going to see how this meeting yeah. goes Monday to make the biggest decision <laughs> in the past 20 years. We're going to see if you beat five. the Jets. You beat the Jets yeah, on you Sunday, Jets, you stay, yeah, you yeah. lose, you got to go. Yeah, I mean... Because if Robert hasn't made up his mind, could he be swayed? Like, is there something Bill could say? Like, And that's uh, what I was asking you earlier. Is there an argument to make if you're Bill Belichick? I don't think so. I really don't, just because of the way the last two years have unfold, unfolded. If it was just one or the other, then, I don't know, there's enough excuses and there's at least more recent history of them winning, but now you're getting another further year apart. It's funny, Robert Kraft... The few times that he has spoken over the last few years, he has really moved the expectations and the goals of the team. At one point, it was to, you know, we got to win a playoff game. we gotta, we got to win a playoff game. Before this year, like almost a year ago, he was saying, you know, the goal is to make the playoffs. Just make the playoffs. So this is a team that is, you know, was in the Super Bowl. It felt like every other year for the longest uh, run. Now it was just make the playoffs. I mean, they made the playoffs in 21 and got just blown out but i guess that counts so he just wanted to make the playoffs and instead they might finish with the second worst record in the nfl so how can you take that and then now what are you changing your expectations again for next year like well if we could get nine wins like then we'll be happy 
And then the other thing I wonder, too, when everyone's like, oh, you know, we want him as the coach, just not the GM. And, you know, most people have said Bill won't yeah. do that. But what if it doesn't have to be that black and white where, you know, you're not the GM anymore and it's just more of a listen. This thing's going to be done democratically within, you know, in-house. We're all going to pick together. Everyone's kind of going to have a say. See, I think in theory that is something that like that should work. I just don't think that it would with Bill. And like this most recent article talking about how like he wouldn't even let Bill O'Brien really run the offense. Yeah. To the point that he wants to. Like, I just don't think he would do that. And, like, even the, the guy now who is uh, Matt Groh, who we played some of his comments earlier in the year going back to the draft, like, I don't think he's all that great shakes. But that's Al Groh's kid who Bill worked with for years. Like, Bill just loves surrounding himself with people that he knows, people that he trusts, not anybody from El- or any other organization. So I can't imagine he'd be all that open to, to everybody else. Uh, real quick before we get out of here, new Dork Podcast coming out Sunday night live on YouTube, just at Dork Podcast on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. We're going to be previewing all the 2024 movies coming out. Nice. A whole bunch of them. The last episode we did was 2023 Awards. If you're interested in that, it's on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcast, just like the Rich Keefe Show is. If you missed any of that, you can go back and uh, check out the entire thing. So here we go. It is uh, the Patriots regular season finale on Sunday. We will have a massive show, no matter what, coming up Absolutely. Monday at 6. So, Stiz, great job as always. Thanks to Jim for sending that pizza in. Fantastic. And uh, everybody have a great Friday night. Have a great weekend. And we will talk to you on what will be a very busy Monday night at 6.